This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Challenge Kobe is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. What up, what up? It's your player partner checking in. Two chains, and right now you're locked in to Jalen and Jacoby. Yeah. He is Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. What we up, are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? Boss up. And get the people! What they want. Jalen Rose, who is joining us on this program from the Griselda family? He got bars! And his new album is out and documentary right now. Kiss the Ring, Rome Streets of B. Joining Jalen and Jacoby. Cannot wait for that, but we start with last night's NBA action. And the first national game was fantastic. Of course, I'm talking about the one between the Mavs and the Pelicans. When you see that Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, and... Herb Jones are not available for the Pelicans. You think Mavs is going to easily roll through this team, right? You know what? I thought that the Pelicans are who I thought they were. And like I said, if you were looking for NBA stock over the last year and a half, there they go right there. Because they're deep, deep, deeper than Atlantis. And nobody gives love to Valanchunas. Mm-hmm. Like in an era where bigs are shooting threes, he not only is a capable three-point shooter, sort of, but he's capable. Yeah. But 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 <laughs> but he but but he's gonna always punish a smaller guy in the paint. Offensive so, rebounds, they, too. absolutely use his size. They had so many players, like seven players in double figures. See Nash Jr. hanging all oh, on the Murphy. rim. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. CJ McCollum had eleven assists. Trey it's, Murphy the third, eight for eight from the field. Didn't miss. Ballin'. You know why you've never gone 8 for 8 from the field? Because I would have shot 9, 10, 11 <laughs> exactly. shots. Exactly. And I love this. After the game, we have Larry Nance posting this with the classic New Orleans rap cover style from the days. I love that. And again, I want to make sure I acknowledge who's standing on the sideline. My family, Willie Green. And when you do this job when, and, his, and his team is going 0 for 11, I got to come over here and make an assessment. And I looked at their team, and I'm like, he's going to get them together. When they're playing against Dallas, who made the Western Conference Finals like that, without their two dominant players who both average over 25, it now made me look at the Mavs and say, hold on, let me look deeper into what they really got over there. Let me okay. let, let, let me take off the Harry Carries for a second and look <laughs> deeper in what they got over there. And you know what I was thinking? They ain't deep enough. No, it doesn't feel like Luca's a him. Oh, he's a him. Luca's a him. Capital letters. Thirty-seven, falling on his backside, dropping dimes. Three inches away. He from was balling. And you, yeah. and you know how much I love Christian Wood. Played, he played with great. Pistons. I think he was three for three for no three. No doubt, he was balling. Like th- th- they have some pieces. And I want to say this again out loud: Luca is a him. But man, these teams in the West is getting so deep. 
Well, you saw at the end of the game, they just started, you know what, we're going to throw to Luka. We're going to throw to it, Luka, on the catch and let someone else beat us. And it led to some awkward possessions from the Mavs. And that is something that too easy for a defense to apply to an offense in the fourth quarter for them not to figure out. Absolutely. And you want to see Spencer play well, Tim Hardaway Jr. You know, those guys have an opportunity to make some noise getting those minutes that basically got vacated by Jalen Brunson. But again, going against a team like the Pelicans, you just see an array of of weapons in New Orleans that they could just turn to. And this is without B.I., Brandon Ingram. they didn't have. Correct. And that's without Big Zion, who's about to just be dominant in the paint all season. And so I now look at them, Jacoby, better than even I thought they were. We've seen this pattern. They'll, like, make a fun, deep playoff run one year, and then the next year – Make a legitimate Hawks. deep playoff run. Memphis. Mm-hmm. Right? And last year, that was Dallas. And so this year, that's going to be the Pelicans fly. I've been trying to tell y'all the Pelicans fly. Well, when I look at these two teams, I see one team on the ascension with higher expectations than last year, and I can't say the same for the Mavs. And one thing I will say, just because I kind of, you know, it's one thing to add Zion Williamson. When you add Zion Williamson, like, you know, the Mavs added Christian Wood. They lost Jalen Brunson. But the Pelicans added a number one pick in the draft in Zion Williamson after a good performance in the postseason last year. I am very high on the Pelicans right now. And something tells me that they're not slowing down anytime soon. Absolutely. And just so you know, there's there's a lot of number one picks that ain't averaging over 26 yep. and shooting 60 from the floor. Well, we had a great game and a great finish in the first game, nationally televised. In the second game, we had great drama. And it was close in the first half. And it had a playoff atmosphere. It had intensity. And it certainly had a little bit of a hold-me-back situation. Klay Thompson and Devin Booker. Draymond Green's involved. Chris Paul's involved. Klay ended up getting his first ejection ever. And a lot of his trash talk had to do with four fingers. Why is that, Mr. Rose? Because he has four championships. But let me tell you the beautiful thing about sports. That don't matter right then. (laughs) Especially in the end of the game. That that don't matter right then. Like That season is over, bro. And he was struggling. Yeah, he was. He had, I believe, two points. Yeah. And his first ejection, compounded frustration of a future Hall of Fame player, should have been possibly a top 75 player, but he's on a minutes restriction. And he still has that player pride and wanting to go play big minutes and having both of the Splash Brothers averaging over 25. Now we just have one doing it. Now we got Jordan Poole, right? That's a pool party. (laughs) And so I want to give credit in the regular season for this regular season night to the Phoenix Suns. Because Streets is watching them after the way they flamed out in the playoffs. It was good to see um, um, my guy CP3 making threes. And and D-Book supposed to take it personal that you got four. And he had a great he had a great comment after the game. He's like, "I love Klay Thompson. That doesn't mean we're not competitive. That's not doesn't mean we're going to trash not going to trash talk." Absolutely, Cam and Miles Bridges hanging all on the rim. And again, for the Phoenix Suns, Brooklyn didn't win a playoff game. The Suns got flamed, and we know what they went through in the offseason with their owner. And we know about DeAndre Ayton's contractual situation, but that's a quality regular season win against the defending champs. Something that came across the timeline that was very concerning for me. Kawhi Leonard didn't just rest as he does from time to time. 
he flew back to Los Angeles to get treatment as his team played and lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Jalen, I'm concerned about this. Because it's not like he was playing 45 minutes in one night in an overtime game and then a back-to-back. Like, he was on a minutes restriction playing only like 20 minutes a game, and he's already getting treatment. After, see, see, see for some people, it's low managing. For him, like, he's truly nursing injuries that have been basically since he played in San Antonio. That's what led to him leaving that team. Mm-hmm. And like you, that does trouble me knowing that he missed last year, hoping that he would come back on a minutes restriction, coming off the bench, easing his way into the lineup, playing in spots, and still be able to be productive. Going back to get it now, re-exa- to re-examine it and get an update, that's not good news for the Clippers. No, but I will say one thing out loud into this microphone very clearly. There are so many healthy superstars that I would pick Kawhi over. Resting Kawhi, load-managed Kawhi. Thank there you. are so many glad you healthy said that. superstars that are going to play 75 games that I would rather have Kawhi on my roster because we know what he's a single-handed wrecking ball, offensive wrecker, defensive wrecker in the playoffs. But I just got to tell you something. This is the Clippers' turn. The Lakers are struggling. They're winless. You got one of the best owners in sports. You have arguably your best roster of all time. This is their chance. Mm-hmm. And without Kawhi, they're not going to be able to do it. When you say best roster of all time, like, I guess the Peak Lob City roster, which tweak, they always tweak role players on that team year after year, but that would probably be the only thing you could put up against them. Uh, and and correct. Darius Miles, Quentin Richardson, like Lamar Odom. Yep, that yep, was a good one, too. Yep. And so I, I believe. And, and, and here's the here's what tips the scale, Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. That that's the difference. The guy that's been there, done that, put up, put hung two banners. For him, you know, a him, a him, exactly. Jalen Rose. But I got. Can I just say one little no, small, no, small, no, small, small, small thing? I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. You it, cannot. I'm gonna say it, no. You can't. You, you run right through. If the red you want to talk about a player that arguably is the best that nobody that's a casual will ever mention. SGA of OKC. He went off. I think he had 33 in this one. He, he just he just said, you know what? I know you think we're going to lose this one, but we're not. <laughs> Internet betters. Sorry. <laughs> Moving on to someone who is definitely a him. But who's around him? This is Aaron Rodgers discussing the play of some of his teammates and colleagues. Let's listen. He used to be a him. He's a him. You have to really be cognizant of when is the right time to speak and when is the right time to listen. There are times to listen and then there are times where you've heard enough. And now it's start time, it's that time, time to really crack the whip a little bit. You know, guys who are making too many mistakes shouldn't be playing. Gotta start cutting some reps. And maybe guys who aren't playing, give them a chance. Jalen, I didn't like the way he came off in this. He's a GOAT. He's a champion. He's an MVP. He's a Hall of Famer. But I felt he was a little too critical of his teammates not looking in the mirror. Well, he he was forgetting the old phrase that when you point one finger, forget you forget that his multiples pointing back at you. Mm-hmm. And the one responsibility of the, the vet 
and the greatest quarterback conversation player that you have on your roster of all time is to lift all tides. If you actually want to have a successful season, going and really saying what you're saying publicly doesn't get you closer to your goal. And when we watch the game, we see receivers out there running deep, dropping the ball. But you know what else we see? Late in the game, your pass is getting blocked twice. Yep. And I also see some of his passes going off fingertips for a reason. You know what I mean? Sometimes they go off fingertips because they're throwing a little too far. Oh, teach me. Teach me. So what was I supposed to do that he did this offseason that was going to help him get along with his teammates? Ayahuasca. Makes you a better lover. Okay, got you. We'll do it next offseason. No, we not. And I told you that did. I told you that don't work. (laughs) That don't work. Whatever Aaron Rodgers did, there was airways that talked frequently about doing what again? Ayahuasca. It's illegal in the United States when football Let's go to Peru, and, and, and Let's go to Peru. football is as American Let's as apple Peru. pie Me and, and that's illegal in the United States and you I'll expect me to naked. go to Peru and get naked days. and have somebody that I've never seen before in my life. That's a shaman, dog. That's a shaman. No, 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 no. So what is that's that like shaman. an assistant? Assistant? Yeah, trip assistant. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Jalen Rose! Who joins us right after this Roll short break? Streets, and he got bars, and I can't wait for y'all to hear his story. He channeled artists like Big L and Big Pun growing up in New York City and Europe. Rome Streets is next. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Coming to you live from the seaport in New York City and above the Heineken River Deck. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, who is joining us right now on the program? When this gentleman signed with Griselda, it was compared to Kevin Durant signing with the Golden State Warriors. So when I say kiss the ring and when I say he got bars, I ain't joking. Please welcome our brother, Rome yo. Streets, to Jalen and Jacoby. What up, though? What's good? What's good? What's good? Thank you for having me. Me in the building. Absolutely. Congratulations on your long career. Congratulations on your affiliation you. with Griselda. And Kiss Thank the you. Ring Appreciate is out it. now. I've been bumping it, but for those who have not listened to it yet, what should they expect? when they push play on track oh, man. one. Man, it's, it's, it's action-packed, man. It's action-packed. It's just Rome Streets on steroids, you know, Rome Streets on that Griselda wave. You know what I'm saying just it's giving you what I normally give you, just more 
more action-packed, you get what I'm saying? We got the star-studded lineup with the Griselda producers, you know what I'm saying? We got we got the whole gang on the album, you know I'm saying? We just we just kicking the door in. This is this is literally the first boot of me kicking the door of the hinges. A couple doors I'm going to kick off, but this is the first Absolutely, and congratulations, as Jacoby just mentioned, because your album Thank is you. dope, and now I know never to wear no ugly Balenciagas around you. <laughs> so I have to ask, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I have, so I have to ask you about, like, your process of getting into this album, and I appreciate every time I get a Griselda uh, production, it, it, mm. it, it doesn't leave a stone unturned like from the titles of the songs to the hooks to the production just talk about what went into this album um well really it was just me trying to show everybody that i get busy you get what i'm saying like because i've been in the underground but i feel like me working with griselda kind of gave me a larger platform so i feel like you know what i just wanted to i just wanted not to leave no doubts that i that like i'm supposed to be here you get what i'm saying <laughs> this is my this is where I'm supposed to be at. Like I can I can hold down this spot. I'm basically just proving to everybody, yo, I get really busy. Like I get busy. You know what I'm saying? And then it's yeah. funny because like even the first studio session I have with West, it's just basically I just went in, just went crazy. It's like, all right, I gotta let them know like this ain't no fluke. Like as soon as you put the beat on, I'ma start backflipping. <laughs> You get what I'm saying? So that's all that was. Every track was just basically me me feeling like I got a chip on my shoulder, like something to prove. Like, cause it's gonna be a whole bunch of people who ain't never heard me that's gonna tap in and feel like, you know what? Let me see if he can if he can hold up against the other main three Griselda guys. Cause you know sometimes when it's like the first wave or something and then they have a second wave, people automatically like underestimate the second wave, like it's not as potent as the first. Yep. You get what I'm saying? So that's what I that's that was my whole yeah. aim. Let me just go in there and really like Dope. put my foot so far people backside that they gonna know what's up. Feel me? Yes. One of the things I love so much about your career and your story is you're not a studio rapper. You know what I mean? Like right now people are watching uh. you play in the NBA, but you put in so much time playing on the concrete to make a metaphor. Yeah, yeah, Can you exactly. please just explain to our audience why it's so important to sharpen your skills and earn your stripes in the smaller forms, in the battles, in the ciphers before you get into the studio with Griselda? Because sometimes it's like it's like the pros, you get what I'm saying? You could be playing the game on rookie and then somebody hands you the controller and you gotta win on all Madden. But you understand what I'm saying? You can't really skip mm. steps. You got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it's like, take the stairs instead of the elevator because then you'll appreciate the journey more. You get what I'm saying? Like, I felt like when I first started, I just wanted people to listen. You get what I'm saying? I just wanted to, to pull up on anybody. Yo, listen, I rap. You get what I'm saying? I just wanted the respect. And then, you know, it started bubbling. And now it's like, I want people to know that I really do this. You get what I'm saying? So just being able to like go from battling to being in ciphers to doing open mics to doing like talent shows and now I'm doing tours, I'm signed, I'm doing concerts. Like I appreciate every step of the way, but it also like, it also let me know like it's a lot that goes into this. Sometimes when you're from the outside looking in, they paint the story of like, you know, I just made a song, I put it on the internet, and it blew up. Like, nah, it's a lot <laughs> that really just goes into it. You know what I'm saying? And then once you get there, you appreciate it. So you kind of go hard to like 
keep your position. Where sometimes when you never work for nothing, you don't really you don't really care if you lose it or not because you feel like, you know what, I didn't really do too much for it. It just got handed to me. Like, I literally had to grind through every mm. single step. You get what I'm saying? So, I, you know what I mean? Like, I appreciate this. And, and, I, and I take it really serious. Absolutely. And, and also, that's, um, you pay tribute to your journey by your name, Rome Streets. Yeah, yeah, and also, course, you came out with a documentary that dropped with this, Streets yeah, of Rage. Yeah. So talk about yeah. your name, talk about the documentary and how important it was for you to drop both of those so people can learn more about you and your story. Um, my name, Rome Streets. All right, my first name is Jerome. You get what I'm saying? So that's where the Rome comes from. You get what I'm saying? Like my mom, my whole family, they all call me Rome. Right, one of my best friends, he actually gave me the name Rome Street because just, you know, growing up, I lived in a bunch of different places. Like, I was born in London. I came to New York when I was two. I lived in Queens. Then I moved to Elmont, Long Island. Then after Elmont, then I moved. Then where did I go? I went to London again for three years. Then I came back to New York. I was living in Queens. I was living in Brooklyn. You get what I'm saying? I lived all over Queens, Brooklyn, a lot of different places. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where the Rome Streets come from. It's more so like, you know, I got flavor from all these different places added into one. It's like a pot of gumbo when it comes to me. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it really is. Like, I can't really give it to one place. I can say, yo, you know, I grew up in Long Island. But the people are like, yo, I know you from Queens, bro. You live in Queens. You from Queens. And then people are like, yo, you from Brooklyn. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know you live in Brooklyn for 10, 15 years. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm just a melting pot, you know? And I got a lot of family in London that, that claimed me, you know what I'm saying? So it was like Rome Streets for real, you know what I'm saying? Like I've been, I've been all over, but every place I've been, I kind of, you know what I'm saying? Take a little piece of that and add it to who I am, you know what I'm saying? So that's where the Rome Streets name come from. That's a great story. And yeah, so yeah. one of the things I want to discuss with you, it feels like the art of truly going off the top of the head and freestyling is sort of like getting less and less prevalent in the hip hop culture. And I'm familiar with your work and that is that is a tool that is in your toolbox. Yeah, so how yeah, do you course, feel about course. less and less of truly coming off the top? Because even quote unquote freestyles are always written verses nowadays. Yeah, you know it is sometimes it's like, I feel like the freestyle doesn't really have a super duper etched in stone place in hip hop today because um, there's really no way for it to be monetized. You get what I'm saying? Like most artists nowadays, their first thing is like, yo, I'm trying to get paid, I'm trying to sell it. Like how can you really sell a freestyle? A freestyle is more so like an advertisement for the thing that you're trying to sell. You get what I'm saying? And then sometimes, you know, like I freestyle, but then sometimes I just go in and spit a written verse that you never heard because being too spontaneous, it might not work for you. You know what I'm saying? You might mess up in the time where you got to mm -hmm. be perfect. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, with me, I bounce, I bounce, I bounce back and forth. I, I'll spit a written and then like throw some freestyle in the middle of it. If I, you know what I mean? Just, just to spice it up. But I'm going to say this. I was freestyling before I was even writing raps. You get what I'm saying? Like mm. me and my friends just used to make up our own songs off the top of the head, just playing around. You get what I'm saying? So that was that was my skill before I even put the pen to paper. I didn't even know that I could rap until I heard like people in my school rapping and I'm like, Oh, y'all are really trash. Y'all could do this, I could do it. And then like I just started writing my own bars. I'm like, you know what? There's so much rap 
I already know, <laughs> like, my quality levels is, is at a certain place. So it's like, okay, I know what's a good rap, and I know what's trash. I'm hearing a bunch of people that I didn't even know rap make trash raps. And I'm like, you know what, let me try my hand at it. And I was good, so I didn't never stop. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I literally, so, I came one from of that, the things battling. So what you just described is one of the many reasons why I actually love KRS-One. Because mm. he used to always talk about exactly what you just said. So now I have to ask you, whether it's battle rap or freestyling, who are your top five in that battle rap um, freestyle category? In battle rap? Okay, see, this, this yes. is deep, because I like a lot of battle rappers for different reasons. And then I, I don't know if I have like a top five in order, but I'm gonna just name like my five favorites, right? Um, I like Loaded Lux, he's dope. I like Daylight. I like Head Ice. Um, who else I like? Um, this guy named Av, he's dope. Um, who else? Damn, I was watching one of them guys the other day. I like Sue Surf. You know what I'm saying? But I could literally just keep mm. going with the battle rap name. But he, he, those are like my top five right now who, if they got a battle, I'm going to watch it because they go in. But then, you know, like I remember when Meek Mill was battling. You know what I'm saying? Like watching Smack mm -hmm. DVDs and all that stuff. So that's that's the era I come from too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Smack DVDs. Those are those oh, are hot. Yeah. Those, those are oh, hot. Yeah. So they, start, they went they went Swear from charging five dollars to ten dollars on Classic. those. I was like, wait a second, yeah, inflation in a chokehold. <laughs> Teenage me was in a chokehold watching Smack DVDs. Trust me, that was so it. Me that too. Loaded Lux party Artie. Yeah, all Party of that. Arty, Murder, Murder Mook. Mook, all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They legends. They legends. In the same vein, in the same vein of Jalen's question, when you don't have to make a top five or make a list or anything, but when when I say best diss tracks of all time, what comes to mind? <laughs> um, mm. see, there's a lot. There's a lot. A lot. See, now I really gotta sit back and analyze. Uh, there's a lot of songs that's diss tracks <laughs> that you won't even really know is a diss track. Like um, what's that DMX Correct. and um, that DMX and uh uh Jada Kiss with Styles on his second album. What's that song called? Used to be my dog. You was in my left uh -oh. king. That's a diss track. Yeah. That's a diss Screen track. Screen ride or die. Thought you would die yeah. with me. Found out you were. That's a diss track. Like, you don't even know it's a diss yes. track, but that's one of them. Ooh. Um, what else? Long Ooh. kiss, good night by Biggie. He going That's into the crates, yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Long kiss, good night by Biggie. That's a diss track. That that's not like blatant, but it's full of subliminals. Yeah. Make your mouth piece of beast like Della Reese. Come on, take over, of course. Um, mm -hmm. Ether, but then there's a lot of there's a lot of diss tracks in between those that go over people's head, like the Stillmatic Freestyle where Nas was dissing Jay-Z. Um, Blueprint 2 where Nas was dissing, I mean, Jay-Z was dissing Nas. Those are great diss tracks. And then you got like, you got a lot of the Max B diss tracks that people don't even know. You know what I'm saying? When Max B and Jim Jones was beefing with each other, Max B was dropping a lot of fly, fly records that was diss tracks. Who else? Um, Gucci Mane got a lot of fire diss track. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be really hard for me to have five, but 
I can go, you know what I mean? Because well, it was so much so, fun listening to you name 24. That was yeah, more fun yeah, than, you, than you naming five. Even no so, doubt. I came up on them, um, what's them, what's them um, mixtapes that used to come out? Street Wars? Them Street Wars mixtapes? I came up on those too back in the day. Where it just be nothing but the diss tracks. So it's like, trust me. My whole, my whole hip-hop digging in the crates is, is deep. Trust me, I could talk about it all day. I love listening to somebody who's a student of the craft. It makes oh, it so refreshing on. to me. I, 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 I have to also salute you and congratulate you. NBA 2K23 soundtrack. Yes. Yes. What, me and what was it like when you got the email, the text, the call that you were going to be <laughs> on there? And what has the response been since the game has been put out? Like, you know what's crazy is that I've known about it for a couple months, but I've been keeping it. I haven't been saying nothing about it because I'm, like, real big on, like, I want to talk about the egg before it hatch because then – what if it don't hatch? You no out here doubt. looking stupid. Like, yeah, I'm about to be on. So I didn't really say anything <laughs> to anybody until I knew it was like a thousand percent definite. And then it, it's, it's dope because I remember when the first NBA 2K came out for Dreamcast. Like, we used to play NBA Live before that. You know what I'm saying? And Dreamcast came out with the yep. NBA 2K. And we used to be gassed at the fact that like they had Allen Iverson with the Braves and he had the he had the, the actual Reeboks on in the game. Like that was the thing. You know what I'm saying? We used to play it just to have the real sneakers. So now fast forward, like my, my music is in the game. Like that's really it's still crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like a lot of my friends play video games. All of them do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a lot, I didn't even tell a lot of them. I just let them you know what I mean? They call me like, yo, work. Get the game. Get the game? I'm like, yo, I'm bugging. But are you in 2K? I'm like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I just let them, like, just find That's... it on their own. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's, it's a surreal feeling because I just remember, like, being young, my mom used to have to hide the PlayStation. She used to take the PlayStation to work. She's like, yeah, you gonna do your homework after school. Like, we're not, we're not, you're not about to be on the PlayStation until freaking three in the morning. You get what I'm saying? And it was like, now it's, it's crazy. Like, I'm actually on the game, and I got paid for it. Wow. Because before it was like, they just used to think I'm scribbling in a notebook. Like, yo, listen. No, but you need to go get a job. You need to go find. You need to figure out what you about to do in college. You get what I'm saying? And now look, them, them, what you thought I was scribbling in a notebook and you was taking the PlayStation yes. away. Now I'm on the PlayStation yes. for what I wrote in the notebook. You get what I'm saying? So it's just like that whole 360 is, is, is really crazy. It's really crazy to me. And it's still surreal. You get what I'm saying? Like it's still, it's still new to me. You get what I'm saying? Like even though I've been doing the music it's like the levels that i'm reaching and for me to just like sit back and like damn i really done a lot of stuff out here you know what i'm saying like it's still it's still kind of surreal but you know i love it i couldn't really ask for awesome. nothing else i'm saying i could i could want to be in more awesome. video games if i had to ask for something else you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you will be in more video games. You will have more albums, and you will be back on Jalen and Jacoby. Kiss the Ring yeah. from Rome Streets is out now. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Thank y'all for having me, man. Kiss the Ring. Appreciate it, man. All right, right now, it's dope. Make sure y'all go copy. Uh, let me say Appreciate one you, thing. family. Love. To, 
The Kiss the Ring tour is on the way too. Link in my bio if y'all want tickets to the show, man. We hitting the road. Done and we'll done. We'll for that. Done and done. Yeah, yeah, man. Thank y'all for having me once again. We'll be back with more. You're watching Rome Street. Appreciate the love. On Jalen and Jacoby. Thank y'all, man. Huge doubleheader tonight on ESPN, starting with the Nets against the Bucks at 7.30. That's a good one. And then in the nightcap at 10 p.m. Eastern, LeBron and the Lakers looking for their first win mm -hmm. against Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets. Jalen Rose, every day we have this platform, what do we do? We sadly acknowledge the fact that Brittany Griner has now wrongfully been detained 251 days and seemingly getting closer to actually kick-starting the nine-year sentence that they gave her. So we wish her a speedy, safe return to the Absolutely. United States. Absolutely. Jalen Rose, this weekend we are heading to Detroit, and we want Rawr! you to join us. You go to DetroitLions.com slash Jalen and Jacoby. You can join us for a live show, and you get a ticket to the game. Say that again. That. You get you both? join us for $99? live podcast recording, and you get a ticket for the game, and it's only $99. Go to DetroitLions.com slash Jalen and Jacoby. If you was only going to the Lions game, it would cost you $99. And now you get to If you was only going to a J&J &J show, it would cost you $99. And 10% goes to I'm very excited about your Lions. I'm a little concerned about your Pistons. Last night, they fell to the Washington Wizards, powered by... Kyle Kuzma, who is coming out the gates great this season. Bradley Beal limited minutes as we put up there. Porzingis had 20. But it's good to see Kuz, who's really slept on as it relates to his career in L.A. and being the third year's third leading scorer on the championship team. Mm -hmm. Flint Town representative. You know what? I'm about to call. We need to get him on the show. Get him on the show. I'm going to call and get him on get the him show. Get him on the show. Maybe he'll be here tomorrow, ESPN2, at oh, 4 you know, p.m. I'm to FaceTime him. He ain't picking up FaceTime. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast-exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen Rose, a couple things I want to talk to you about. What up, Joe? Number one is a personal story. Might get edited out of the podcast. You never know. <laughs> and um, it involves my trip to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And um, my wife will occasionally dabble in medical marijuana usage or recreational marijuana usage when legal. Okay? Only when legal? Only when legal. We would never break the law in the Jacoby family. But in Los Angeles, such things are legal. And my wife decides to stock up 
And she doesn't have her ID because she left it at home. She was clear to get on the plane. So she stocks up, but she can't go to the dispensary to pick up the products that she ordered online. So I have to go in. So I go in the dispensary. First of all, wow. Just wow. Second of all, I'm like, hey, I'm here to pick up an order for Joey Jacoby. Like, all right, they take my ID or whatever. I didn't realize that she bought everything in the store. Yes. Yes. Talking edibles. Yes. Uh, espresso beans. Flowers. Cartridges. Pre rolls. Flowers. Every every strain under the sun. Good. Like they gave me like a big bag, like reinforced, like double bagged. You know what you need to do? You need to renew your vows with her. Please continue. So, and then we go to this this house party with kids there, and we got this big bag. And, like, she puts on this table, and I'm playing Uno with the kid right next to the bag, so I had to move the bag somewhere else. And then we get to, we're flying out the next morning at 7 a.m., and she packs her bags. And I'm like, Joey, like, I don't think you can fly with all this. <laughs> like, see? like, I don't know the rules. Like, I know oh, it's legal man. here, and it's, like, legal to possess in New York where we're flying to. But, like, this just seems, like, excessive. You need to renew your vows like, with they, they, like, ex- they x-ray this thing. You know what I mean? And when they x-ray, it's going to come as a big cannabis leaf. It's not, that's what they're going to see. <laughs> so we went to a wedding over the weekend. Shout out to Adam and Alyssa. And their gift was, like, a candle, right? And I know that we're packing and traveling. I was like, Joey, don't take the candle. We got plenty of candles at the house. Like, you don't got room in your bag for a candle. No, I want the candle. At the end of a wedding, I'm like, fine, go ahead. Let's get an Uber. <laughs> candle comes back. So she's got two bags. We're really stretching the limits of what you can take on a plane. Got the roll-on and then, like, the big bag you put over the handle of the roll-on. So her her bag gets pulled at TSA. And I'm like, give me my boarding pass. I'm out of here. I'm like, I don't got nothing to do with this. This is this is, this is a we – have, we, have, we have a prenup when it comes to these type of transactions. I'm on television. People can recognize my face. Like, your bag gets pulled, I'm gone. So, I'm gone. You need to renew your vows with her. And I, I grab the boarding pass from her because she knows I'm not responsible. So, I get my little snacks or whatever for the plane. I look back at her. She's still talking to TSA. She makes I, I make my little noise like, she knows that's me. She makes eye contact with me. She shakes her head like, this isn't good. I'm like, oh, no. Down there for five minutes, ten minutes, still talking to him. I call her phone. She picks up. She's like, they're calling the police see what the police can do. And they take out all of her various accoutrements. Really? And they lay it all out on the table. Really? And I'm looking down at this. At like LAX? From the porch. I'm looking down at this and being like, that looks like a lot. We spread it out like that. When it's all condensed in a bag, like that looks like a lot. You know what I mean? So then these two police officers come over. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I might be on this flight by myself. You know, it's all good. Like, I'm, you know, whatever happens, like, you know, she, she ain't going to get Britney Grindered. You know what I mean? So the police come over. She, she already spoke with her, so I'm not going to re- re-up with her or whatever on the phone because she's talking to the police. I don't want to call. They go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. There's some nodding. It's not like cut handcuffs and, like, really, like, tears. I, I know my wife's body language better than anybody in the world. So I was like, this is going to end up okay. And then she comes up the escalator, and she's like, Nothing happened. They just let me go. See, unbeknownst to my wife, there's limitations of how much you can bring in your bag. Like, I did, I, I'm not going to bring this up as I told you so, but I was like, Joey, like, 
this looks like a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, this looks like, I don't know. This yeah, isn't like, yeah. this is like a couple pre rolls. Would you take it from the dispensary to your hotel to the venue? Yeah. It's way different what you take from the the hotel to the airport yeah. to fly to New York. Yeah, it's just like, this is a big bag yeah. of stuff. And she explained to the police, she's like, I didn't know the rules. Dispensary didn't mention anything about what I could or couldn't take. I've taken this kind of stuff before. I'm obviously not trying to hide it. She put it, she wasn't like, it wasn't like stuck in like a, some secret passageway in pa- a compartment in the bag. It was right there on top. And it was the candle that got her because they only pulled her over because of the candle. Because mm-hmm. the candle's got a wick. It looks like explosive. You know what I mean? So, long story short, the cops are like, you have exceeded the limit, which is legal to fly with. But however, like, it's succeeded by so small that we don't even care. Like, go about your ways. They apologized to her. And we're, like, very cool about it. It didn't take that long. But, like, it, and then we got on the plane. We're all good, right? But it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a good story for those that might dabble in medicinal, recreational, legal cannabis usage. That there is a limit to what you can bring on a plane. And they'll call the police over to you. And maybe if you're not, you know, as eloquent and cute and like and nice as my wife, they things might happen. <laughs> but I was surprised by that. But when Joey walks up to me, she got she was like, you know, when you walk away from the police and nothing happens, like she feels like like she's like, scar face. Ah. Yeah, she's like she got away. She was like, they didn't even take the weed. <laughs> She reaches right in her bag, <laughs> Grab an edible. grabs an edible. No doubt. Boom. Yeah. Let's take this flight. I, I I love this story so much. And we've been doing this show over a decade. And that that's a great lesson. And it's also a graduation of just the marijuana industry. Yeah, the NBA is not tested anymore. You remember there was a time where those dispensaries like that didn't exist. Dude, I remember that was the first time I've ever been inside one. I was like, what the, What is this? It's like going to a butcher shop. But instead of meat, it's marijuana. Lots of different flavors and types. It didn't feel legal at all. That, that industry has come a long way, and I'm happy about it. Um, it's unfortunate that it was criminalized the way it was for so very long. Imagine, there are people in that same position that you just described her in. They got stretched out. But here's my problem, Jacoby. Talk to me. If it's like that in L.A., it should be like that everywhere. Well, it's it, that's the thing. is the, the TSA people are like, it's a federal law that you're breaking. So we can't like allow this to happen, but we'll alert the local authorities. And local authorities are like, we, it's legal here. But like, you kind of got too much, but we're just going to like, you know, let you go. I love that story so much. Oh, man. but Very you know enlightening. Like? It, but I, when I was on the phone with her, I was like, do you want me to come down there? Like, like, do you want me to help? And she's just like, no, dude. Like, no. It's just like, it, you always want to help your wife in all uh, ways possible. And Jalen, we're in Detroit this weekend. Roar! You can join us just by going to DetroitLions.com slash Jalen and Jacoby. That is DetroitLions.com slash Jalen and Jacoby. That's where you can buy a ticket for $99, not just to get an exclusive, intimate interaction with Jalen and Jacoby for one hour. You also get a ticket to the game to go watch them wax the Dolphins, and you're giving to the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy at the same time. But most people are going to buy those tickets for $99. But you decide to give some away 
to voicemailers. Yeah, we're going to get some tickets away to this Sunday's Lions game. And my IG fam, here's the number. 985-80-J-A-L-E-N. Call that number. Let us know why you should get two tickets this weekend. And let me tell you what you get. You get to see my guy, Jared Montana. Yeah, you do. That's my quarterback. Up against the guy that you wish they drafted. Absolutely. Teams was tanking for Tua. And you get to see the cheetah, Tyreek Hill, and Jalen Duda Waddle. Ain't no waddling, though. On the other side. No waddling. I believe DeAndre Swift is going to return. Return of the Swift. You get to see Aiden Hutchinson. You get to see Dan Campbell bite knees. It's going to be great. And you know what else you get to see? Jalen and Jacoby live. And here's the breaking news. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this, Jalen and Jacoby fans? Y'all ready? I got some breaking news. I know what you're going to say. What? You're going you're to say, I'll, I'll write it down to see if I'm right. Okay, guys. That's the best thing to do. Don't, don't look at it. You see, you're trying to peek. <laughs> Go ahead. I got some breaking news. I know y'all saw the R. I got some breaking news. Being the first former athlete with a podcast that got greenlit by this gentleman and Bill Simmons, the pod father. Let me tell y'all something. Every podcast that's come after us has copied the pictures, has copied the lingo, but you know what they haven't been able to copy? Reg the ledge on the ones and twos. Tried, but impossible to duplicate. Raise the ledge on the ones and twos for the first time in years back with Jalen and Jacoby. So excited. For the first time in years. You know what? We shouldn't be saying like you can't. We shouldn't be like you can come see Jalen and Jacoby record a live pod for one hour before the game. We're selling it wrong. Come see Reg the Ledge in person. Return. The human being. The return of Reg the, the Ledge. That's what we, that's what we, you know what? We need to remake the all the marketing. The podcast version of DJ Scratch. We need to do, remake and all DJ the marketing. Drama. Stop the press and start and over again. Kid. Reg needs to be the headline. You know what I'm saying? For the first time in years. Y'all remember, I remember watching Memphis play on TV and somebody scored a basket and the in-game announcer hit the E-40. Yup. And we all sent the tweet like, we up. Shout to E-40. Shout to everybody that's on the board. We going to be popping the trunk this Sunday in Detroit at the Lions game. Tomorrow we're going to be fielding all of the voicemails regarding ticket requests. Jalen Rose is graciously said that he will give away a pair of tickets, maybe even more. I'm going to give away more than two. If, if there's, you know, if, if the voicemails are good enough. 985-80-J-A-L-E-N. For $99? $99. Yo, for $99, they should just come and see Red and your ledge on one If you on the fence about joining us in Detroit, you should buy tickets right now because they're going fast. We've sold out every event we've ever done. So right now, go to DetroitLions.com slash Jalen and Jacoby if you want to buy tickets. And you can also call 9580-JALEN. Leave us a voicemail. Tomorrow we'll be listening to all of the voicemails and we'll be handing out some free tickets. We will be back tomorrow. 
Why is that Jalen Anthony Rose? Like the Blastmaster Karis one once told the TR-808-D nice. We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One.